I want to talk American Utopia. Dinner plans can wait. So religious experience, exhilarating. These are the words we've been using so far. I've returned to the cult of burn. I have been no. persuaded, seduced, intertwined. <laughs> You've re-entered because you were. You said you were in a little bit of a stagnant moment, right? Well, we said I'd like to bring this. I'd like to have this recording. Okay. Um, slippery people. Yeah. You said before that slippery people is that turn. Yeah. It's like you've made it this far, you've made it in, but there's a moment when he goes into that glossalia, just speaking gibberish, that the entire audience has a release. It builds up during Izembra. It builds up during Don't Start Worry About the Government, right? Because it's increasing, it's increasing, and then you get the slippery people, and it's just that's it. Yes. You're in. And there's no going back. You're part of the community. The rules are accepted. <laughs> And we all somehow get on the same page. And I think that's the beautiful thing about American Utopia. And he says that at the end. He's like, the show is us and you. That's the show. And there's no, of course, no Broadway show exists without an audience, I guess. But this one is so participatory. It's amazing. When you watch the movie, it's still an amazing thing. But there's something about being there in the theater, feeling the, because it's electric. You can feel everyone else joyful you can feel the smiles around you it's transform exhilarating it transformative yeah and well we got the matinee we got it's a, it was a saturday at five o'clock when we went in there october 30th october 30th the day before halloween we thought we were going to be up in the balcony yeah but we get upgraded and we're like five rows back we were so close, we were so close. <laughs> that was at one point amazing. he spit in my eye <laughs> But that was because you insulted him. But that, yeah, that was after the show when he went for his autograph. Um, (laughs) You're only big because of our podcast. (laughs) And we deserved it, honestly. No, but we were very close, and I just kept thinking, like, that's David Byrne. He's right there. Okay, you had that too. I was like, that's him. In theory, I could run up and touch him. Yeah, for just a moment before you got dragged away to prison. But it might be worth it. Let's talk about David Byrne because I think that tonight's kind of night, at least before Slippery People. Like I said, Slippery People, okay, yeah. great vibes. But I think if I touched him before that, he would punch me in the face. Oh, yeah. Honestly, I think if you looked at him the wrong way in the audience, he would come off the stage and punch you in the face. He was angry. Yeah, was De- Devin was telling me about this. Devin, and you maybe can go into more detail, but you really felt like an animosity or, a, or some sort of negative emotion coming from the stage at the very, very beginning. He felt bothered or annoyed. I don't know what it was. And like I said, as soon as Slippery People comes by and you have that release, the tension is alleviated. It's still the energy. But it was like expelled into the audience. I don't know what yeah. it was at first, though. But didn't he seem like little... I, I agree. But I think but it about it... was beneficial to that concert. I think he had a similar reaction to how you and I and any audience member would have. Or like when we sit down to record. Yeah. You know, sometimes we start these and we're like... Listen, I don't feel too good. And I was saying this on the way here, that the first two times I saw this, I wasn't really having good days. But then when I go and I leave, I'm like, I feel fantastic. I feel like he had had the similar experience. It's like starting a run. He was probably like, oh, I don't want to do this. This is his job that he does two times a day. day. He has to do it again in, I don't know, 15 minutes. (laughs) Like, I I don't blame him for being a little upset, but instead he warmed up. And by the end, it was very good energy. 
like he was talking to the crowd. There was some like really good banter and like call outs from the crowd that made him genuinely laugh. And there was like very live moments where there was little mix ups or, you know, it just felt, it was it felt so real. It was the most real show I've seen. Now, because we've seen it three times, so now we can reflect on it, how it's different. Yeah. Because now you know what the patterns are and what isn't. But this was real. It felt like a human being that you were ta- seeing and perform. Okay, it could have been the closeness, too. Yeah, but it that helps. A different intimacy. Yeah, I think the Madness show, I think the people, like, everyone got upgraded, so everyone was pretty much on the ground floor. Right. And it felt very intimate. And the people, like, the people were really feeling it. Oh, yeah. Like, I love when people are singing along. Like, when people are singing along to, um, like, Hell You Talking About, yeah. that's an intense song, and they're, like, singing along with that one. Because it seems like, I mean, it's just a bunch of David Byrne and Talking Heads fans. Right. And they've now, they, like, we were talking about this. Like, we've gone multiple times, we listened to it. How many, what pieces of media have we listened to this much? Yeah. And we're not the only ones in the room that did yeah. that. Like, I feel like a bunch of people have really emotionally attached to American Utopia and I can't say I blame them it's just a wonderful joyful experience overall well it's those songs too Once in a Lifetime oh, yeah. people, Road to Nowhere Burning Down the House that people have grown up with and now yeah. you're seeing it in person and you're a participant that's what it was like amazing about this version of Road to Nowhere I hadn't listened to it since the last time I saw it in concert in February of 2020 wow and powerful song and I can't like I need to be in the right mindset for it the right mood for it and I felt like a participant I felt like I was a member of the band performing in that yeah. song we were singing like everyone it was, we were part of the chorus because that song the studio version has like unlimited voices in it right so it, it's like we're part of it which I love I felt that as well I'm glad you felt that too yeah, it was nice and it's very it's existentialist the most positive like road to nowhere admitting that we're on a meaningless universe, right? That has no point. We're not moving towards anything. And yet, come on along for the ride. We all have to do it. We're all a part of it. So we're going to have fun with it. It's a wonderful conclusion, is that we're doing all this for a reason. It's not meaningless, yeah. but we're all kind of going nowhere with it. And we, if we accept those as the rules of the road, the metaphorical road to nowhere, it gets a little bit easier. Like, that that exhilaration and that ex, uh, release of, like, seriousness and the grouchiness that we carry with us gets released. And that's just, like, so... That's what we're all kind of looking for, right? Like, just a good content time and that's what it gives us it really is yeah. a utopia for a bit it is it is a utopian that is what the world should be what we want all the time it's not possible yeah but those moments and really everyone has such joy and I loved uh, I always loved that story even though I've heard it now three five times yeah. the movies too but about how the kids how he has yes. the kids singing and it's a totally different meaning for the song the everybody's coming to my place it's yeah. celebratory and it's excited versus this whole and maybe I think that's what we talk about like the naivete in Talking Heads music David Burns music that innocence that recapturing of that childhood scene where it's like I do want everybody in my house I don't care what's going to happen tomorrow when I have to clean it all up or I have to pick up the lamp that broke whatever the <laughs> but it brings back that excitement that exhilaration that word yeah there is a little bit of a reverting nature where we all kind of like 
we're so serious. And I feel like the first time people dance is during, what do you think? Once in a lifetime? Once in a lifetime, because you can't help yourself. That's yeah. the first stand up. I seem bro. That's true. I never wants that liberation, yeah. but you don't necessarily have it because people are still attentive, I think. Yeah. And you dance to Izimbra. Oh, yeah. You just sort of let it wash over you. Yeah. But once in a lifetime. Grandma, what are you doing? That's. David, that's talking heads. That's pure talking heads, and you can't help yourself. But yeah. to be a part of that song. Time isn't holding us, time isn't after us. I mean, you can't be just sitting down. Stone face to that. Flies around the stage, falling. <laughs> he's got a lot. I don't know how he does it. His knees. Oh, he's in good shape. They're all in great shape. I never noticed this. How sweaty all the performers oh, I got. I never noticed that from when I watched it twice in the balcony. But they're really put, Yeah, they're going in. They're going in, and I love to see which songs, which percussionists and instrumentalists really love. Because yes. sometimes they're not really into it, and other times they're just going off each other loving it just like feeling so that like that they're feeling joy it kind of reminds me of watching Stop Making Sense yeah. where like they're enjoying themselves oh they have so, so much fun in Stop Making Sense so much fun and they have so much fun here too yeah it just it feels like a facade gets brought down between the audience and and the performers and I think that's something that is really there's a market for. I mean, there's such a, a disconnect between performer and listener, artist and appreciator. But I think that like breaking down of the glass is what a lot of artists trying to do, and American Utopia succeeds in that. And I don't think that's easy. And it's a wonderful experience to be a part of, because that's what it is. Like I feel like I'm a part of it. You feel you are a participant in that show. You are not a viewer, not a passive viewer. You are an active member. Of the performance, and he even says it. I never noticed that before. It's about I and you. Yeah. And it's interesting too because, like, I try to go into this, especially when I'm at a concert. Right. It's so easy to get distracted and think about work or obligations or what we have after. And I really try to immerse myself fully in it. And the reason I bring this up is because you mentioned the shirts. And at one point, they got very distracted because I'm like, "How many suits do they have for each performer? <laughs> do they have a new one each night? They need to have at least two for the shows. Do they get them dry clean? Whatever. Yeah. That I would like to know. But. <laughs> We talk about meditation and how it's not locking everything out, but it's letting everything wash over you. And mm. once you get to that phase where you can just let the music wash over you, yeah. and then eventually you're caught up in it, and then you're a part of it, then you're swimming with it. Because it's like almost like, go with the metaphor here, let's see where it goes. You're in a river, you're passively letting, you're, first you're standing there, you're fighting against the river, you're letting the mm. river water go, but you're fighting against it. And then eventually you just get swept up in it. And then finally you're not only swept up in it, but you're swimming along with it. Oh. And you're letting it propel you forward. I really like that. Because I've heard another meditation metaphor where you're a rock in a river and you just like let it wash over you. You just w let the water go by. Or maybe you're not rocking a river, but you're sitting beside a river. Like, so maybe that's it. Like, you can be... Is the ultimate goal to get to the to the riverbank or to swim in the water? I think it's to embrace the river and swim with it. I think slippery people is the moment where you let yourself get taken yes. by the water. Yeah, and you're scared for a second. You're scared and you're then like, you just Oop. let it take you. Yep. And then by burning down the house, you're swimming along with it. <laughs> now you're treading water with it. Now you've become a part of it. You're right. You're right. That's so lovely. Yeah, I agree. But just the smiles when people leave. Everyone's smiling. You can feel it through the mask. You can feel yes. the people smiling. You can feel the joy. Through the mask. That's not easy. Oh, Devin, are you want to go to the meatball shop? 
Okay. <laughs> well, this was Devin and Kevin go-to experience and then walk down Hell's Kitchen afterwards of American Utopia. It was joyous. It was wonderful. Devin, any closing thoughts? Make it, he said and he said using nonsense to make sense. That's it. Embrace the nonsense. Embrace the nonsense. Let it all go. Hop in the river.